Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back, everybody. It's November 10th. We're going to talk about election turnout, a tragic day at a high school, and another opioid settlement. My name's Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. On Tuesday, the big midterm election, eligible voters in Alabama exercised their right to not vote in droves. Now, AL.com's John Sharp reports that turnout on Tuesday was the lowest it's been for an Alabama statewide general election in at least 36 years. That means your vote counts more, by the way. Now, according to the Secretary of State's website, turnout was only 38.5%. That's around 1.4 million voters out of 3.68 million registered voters. Affecting turnout may be a trend of disinterest in non-presidential campaigns. Some are also blaming the non-competitive statewide races in Alabama and the lack of campaigning by Democrats. For example, Yolanda Flowers, who you may or may not realize just ran for governor as a Democrat, spent only $12,500 during the campaign. Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill, a Republican, when predicting turnout, had said he expected Democrats to show up this time around, and he predicted 45 to 50 percent of registered voters to be at the polls. He acknowledged that that was a whiff. Quote, I didn't anticipate that there would be that poor of a performance among Democrats statewide. It was the worst in the history of this state. It's not even close. A terrifying story came out of Selma, Alabama this week when five Selma High School students became sick on Tuesday. Four of them ended up in the emergency room and one died. Authorities are saying the students possibly took something laced with fentanyl and an autopsy has been ordered on the 16-year-old who died. Dallas County District Attorney Michael Jackson said investigators are also seeking blood tests on the other four students. Grief counselors were at the school Wednesday, and students were allowed to stay home and receive an excused absence. Walmart has reached a settlement in which it has to pay 270 city and county governments in Florida, reports AL.com's William Thornton. Receiving the money are all sorts of areas, from the largest cities in the state to the small towns, from Mobile to Camp Hill. Now, the total amount being awarded is $44.2 million, and the settlement is over the effects of opioid addiction. Walmart is denying allegations that its pharmacies improperly distributed opioids, and the Alabama Attorney General's Office, which negotiated the suit for the local governments, acknowledged that Walmart has taken steps to monitor the dispensing of prescriptions. AG Steve Marshall has sued seven defendants over opioid issues, and has achieved settlements that add up to more than $300 million for cities, counties, and the state. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, come on by and see us on the internet at AL.com.